Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Dear Media IRL is back and we're showing up bigger, better and louder than ever. Join us on May 4th in Austin, Texas for the ultimate live podcasting experience. Watch and learn from your favorite Dear Media hosts as they bring their insightful discussions from your headphones to the stage. Get ready to be inspired, entertained and watch audio get a makeover. Tickets are on sale now at DearMedia.com slash IRL. See you on May 4th in Austin. Austin, Texas. Hey guys, it's Sammy and Sammy and welcome to Transform, your safe space to form the best version of you. There are going to be a lot of laughs <laughs> and oh boy, a lot of tears, but we are so grateful to be alongside you in your journey to transform. Ooh, here we go. Let's do it. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode on Transform. I could not be more excited. I feel like I say this every episode, but really this has to be one of the top ones that I would be craving if I was a listener. And I was craving even in my friendship with Sammy that we were constantly talking about and we knew we had to talk about it with all of you. So today we're going to be talking about the power of harnessing self-compassion and self-love. Ooh, I love it. And, it's and a honest, goodie. It is a goodie. When we decided to do this episode, we really want to set the stage that we are not experts at this episode. We are not experts at self-compassion and self-love. We are true practitioners of this. We are practicing it on the daily. It's something that we see ourselves constantly talking about and working on and holding ourselves with and having space for. And so when you are entering this episode, I encourage you to let all the judgment go, giving yourself a big hug and some grace that this is a subject that is really challenging and really hard for a lot of us based on us not being taught self-love and self-compassion to give to ourselves at such a young age. I honestly think about it, if someone was doing a lot of self-love and self-compassion when they were younger, for me, I think it reflected confidence or cockiness or selfishness. And mm. I think the beautiful thing that I invite you in on is allow yourself to really let go of those walls and just receive what you need to receive today. 
and we're super excited to jump in. Yes, we are so happy you're here. If you are in the Form app, you might have noticed we've added some affirmations that started back in January, and truly, these affirmations have changed my life. One of my favorite ones that we have is actually a self-love affirmation. So we kind of did our own version of it for you today, and I'd love to start us off with just some words of affirmation. So if everyone wants to take a comfortable seat or if you're on a walk, take a deep breath and know that who you are in this moment without changing a single thing is enough. You are enough. Self-love is not earned. Your worth is not earned. Perfection is not attainable, but self-love is. On that note, I think there's just so many different ways that Sammy and I want to tap into our own stories and our own journeys in this episode with this topic. So Sam, do you want to start us off? Yes, I would love to. I'm also going to play that affirmation with your voice on repeat in my head because it's too good. <laughs> is my sexy raspy voice happening right now? Oh, I Y'all, love I it. I swear, the podcast has like brought out a different version of my voice. I'm it's here hot. for it. But you know, like that guy who played Elvis in the movie, they said his voice got deeper because of the role. Something like that might be happening with me. I don't know what's going on, guys. I'm here for it. I love it so much. It feels so good. So, so good. Oh, gosh. So when I took this moment, which these episodes do so beautifully for me, which is reflecting on my journey with self-love and self-compassion, even saying that word compassion, I don't think I gave myself a lot of that growing up. And I couldn't really pin, or excuse me, I could pin so many stories that it felt more of a theme that I wanted to share in my life instead of just a specific story that happened. The theme for me was not accepting all of me. So when I think about my whole life growing up, I think there were so many sides and parts of me emotions that were rising, goofiness, playfulness, anger, sadness, all of these different energies and parts of myself that were a true part of Sammy that I would completely push away. I would not let her be a part of my stage. I would not let her be seen because I saw her as bad or ugly or disgusting. And I pushed her down so much and so well that I think I really got used to only living in the parts that felt so good. But what ended up happening then is there were so many layers and parts to me that were missing. So then I was searching for those parts of me and other people. And this is Mm -hmm. where it comes from of finding beliefs and safety and understanding of the world outside of me. I think about my life growing up. I loved looking up to people. I loved being other people. And I believe it came from a place that I was not satisfied with who I was. So I just wanted other people to be that for me so that I could find safety in my body and understanding to who I am and what this world is. And examples are, you know, again, finding these idolized people 
and truly trying to be them. Like I reflect so much on my life. And I think this is the hard part of the reflection because I can feel really weirded out that I did this, but I really started to act like certain women in my life. I started to be like, ooh, she gets a lot of attention for being really funny and being really extroverted. I'm going to be the loudest one in the room, which was so uncomfortable for me. But I felt that is the way you receive love is being like her. And really in hindsight, I look now, the reason she was receiving so much love is because she was being her, not because she Mm. was trying to be something else. So with this, you know, reflection that I have done, I I just have to hold so many parts of me that I have completely pushed down and completely felt like they were not okay or right. And if I could say anything with this reflection that I did is the moment you stop seeking outside validation and you actually see that everything inside of you is actually the best part of you, you get to be the fullest, most loved, most you possible. And that is the greatest gift. We talk so much about that as the greatest gift is that you are your superpower. There's no one else in the world like you. And I think that that's where that true self-love and compassion comes from is when you start to find those emotions coming through, you start to feel those parts coming up and you give them that grace and you give them that understanding that they are always doing the best they can with their circumstances, with their past, with the life that they have been handed to. It is a really strong moment for you to say, hey, I accept you and I Mm -hmm. love you and I understand you and I'm here for you. And I think a really real moment for me when I look back at these versions of me that are still a part of me that were trying to be somebody else, I think the thing I would want to tell her is you absolutely do not have to do anything to receive love. You were born in love. You are born with love. You are love. And so when we start to seek it outside of us, it is never going to be the complete love that we actually already have within us. And so a practice that I do with myself when I start to have these versions of me, because let me tell you, when you start to do the work, the self-reflection, you're going to have these really hard moments come through. I had the strong moments come through of me completely pushing myself down and trying to be someone else. And it felt really icky and it felt really, I felt really sorry for her. Mm. And I felt like I really didn't connect to her as well. And when I actually sat with her and repeated to her and truly gave myself a hug, like I was holding that version of me that is a part of me and saying, you are enough. You are enough and you are so loved. And I continuously do this every single day. I think that's why it can still be so emotional for me because I am now really leaning into, oh, Sam, all of those versions of you, all of those emotions are actually so a part of you and you get to have that self-love and self-compassion towards her. Mm, And you do it so beautifully. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. 
Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I am obsessed with getting the best sleep possible. I am someone who definitely struggles falling asleep. I struggle staying asleep. So I am always here for products that will help me get better sleep. I was so excited when one of my friends, McKenna, texted me that she's now working with a company called Ned and they have this product called Mellow Magnesium. And let me just tell you, it is helping my sleep so much. Not only is it helping my sleep, but I'm also just obsessed with the taste. I use the lemon flavor. I add one packet to my water about an hour before bed. I am passing out. I'm staying asleep. My husband like doesn't even know what's going on. It's amazing. I love the lemon flavor, but they have a few other flavors. There's lavender berry, pomegranate, even naked if you're not into flavors is just the flavor-free version. But it was so interesting in doing my research. I actually realized that 75% of American adults are actually deficient in magnesium. So three out of four of us literally need magnesium. And even more than that, I really appreciate with Ned, you go on their website, they have all of the transparent third-party lab reports, which is really rare these days to see that. And not only that, but they also have over 5,000 five-star reviews. So if you don't trust me, you can trust these reviews, but truly the Lemon Mellow Magnesium, I'm obsessed. It is a staple in my nighttime routine. If you don't need help with sleep, it also just helps with stress and your overall mood. Become the best version of yourself and get 15% off Ned products with code TRANSFORM. Go to helloned.com slash transform or enter code TRANSFORM at checkout. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash transform to get 15% off. I'm so excited for you to try and cannot wait to hear how much you're loving Mellow Magnesium. I can relate so, so much just in that I've really had to learn to be kind to myself and really learn to not hide from my truth, not hide from those parts of me that have suffered and have experienced pain, but really own them. 
And, you know, as someone who has experienced and accomplished such extreme weight loss, I've had to really lean on so much compassion for the version of myself that was 80 pounds heavier. And I think we all have this inner self-critic, Sam, that you were speaking to. And all of those thoughts are coming in from a place of judgment. They're not coming in from a place of love, of understanding. And now that I'm sitting here and I've accomplished what I have, I would be doing my entire self such a disservice if I didn't look at my younger self with so much warmth and love and true understanding. And what's beautiful is now I do look at that version of me and I celebrate my growth. I see the commitment that I made to myself. I am the result of the commitment that I made to myself. I don't believe in the negative self-talk anymore. I don't believe in those negative thoughts. And I'm not constantly criticizing myself. I know that my past is such a beautiful part of my life, my story and my journey. And I honor that and I cherish that. And I, again, do not hide from that. Being overweight did not make me a bad person. Being overweight did not make me have less worth. I've now realized that my worth is not based on what I look like. And I can totally relate to your example of comparing myself to someone else, whether it's being funnier, louder, or prettier. And the gift my journey has truly showed me is that my worth has actually nothing to do with what I look like. Mm -hmm. And what I look like now is the gift of the commitment that I made to myself to be the healthiest, best version of myself. <laughs> I'm dancing. Sounds like clapping behind the scenes. No, but truly, I I do a lot of therapy. And in my therapy, we talk about parts and how we all have these parts of ourselves, whether they're, you know, the diva part that I have in me that I'm very aware of, or the parts of me that existed before now. I'll never forget my 28-year-old self now going back and having a conversation with my 21-year-old self and her seeing what I look like now, the confidence I have now, the life around me now, what I've been able to build for myself. And it was such an emotional situation and experience because when I was 21, I never thought what I have now was even a possibility for me. And what that's created is a lot of dissociation in what I've actually achieved. So to sit in the seat I am in now. And for my younger self who didn't know what was possible, see truly what is possible when you commit to yourself and when you choose yourself. Oh my gosh, it was such an emotional experience. It was such a beautiful thing that I'm so grateful I did. And my 28-year-old self also thinking the 21-year-old version of me who was able to flip that switch to really change my life and for me now to send her so much compassion, so much love. I wasn't overweight because I was just eating poorly and didn't know how to move my body. There was so much else going on and I just want to love and nurture that part of myself. For anyone listening to this, this parts exercise really transformed my mindset and allowed me to reframe so much. And allows you to also not identify with one part of you. So I don't need to think of that phase of my life as the entirety of my life. And that's the beautiful thing about the human existence. There are so many parts of us. 
And you need to honor, acknowledge, love, and nurture all of them. Yes. I think this can be hard, like I mentioned before, of doing this parts exercise, because there are going to be certain situations that pop up that you're not going to go to, oh my gosh, I loved that part of me. It's actually going to be such a practice of you looking at that part of you as you would a friend, as someone you Mm. do love, or you would give them that amount of grace and compassion and understanding that they were doing the best that they could. And like Sammy said so beautifully, we are here doing an experience of just being human beings. And when you humanize the situation and get back to that role actually got me to the place I'm at now. And yeah, it was really messy. And maybe I wouldn't have picked it if I was writing out my journey. We are in this journey. It is what it is. And the more that we can just meet ourselves in those moments and say, hey, ooh, I feel you. That was that was really tough. And we can be almost that parent that we didn't have at that time to that mm. version of ourselves and hug her and love her and give her compassion every single day because it's going to be this constant, beautiful relationship you're rebuilding. Yeah. I think another term for compassion that my brain goes to is understanding. And you really just need to be understanding with yourself. If you think about your relationships closest to you, I think about my marriage. Andrew just gets me. He just understands me. I think about our friendship. I don't even have to open up my mouth and you just know what I'm going to say. There is such a deep, deep, intrinsic level of understanding. And I think a lot of us aren't having that same level of understanding with ourselves. I actually read a quote recently that was, understanding is love's other name. Mm. And to me, that really hit home because when you understand yourself, when you understand your family, when you understand your friends, that's real love. That is when you have full acceptance because you understand the why. You understand what is going on. So I really encourage everyone listening to this See how well you actually understand yourself. And if you're not there yet, it's this beautiful season of meaning making. Why are these things happening? There's always a deeper meaning. You just need to sit and witness it to become aware of it. Mm, Yes. It's so this observer mindset rather than have to figure it out and judgment on when you do start to understand yourself. And when I think of the word understanding, the opposite word for me is shame. Mm -hmm. And when I think about shame, I think of not feeling understood. I think about being in a room where you think people are talking about you. And that is almost the relationship we could be doing with ourselves when we say, we don't understand you. So I'm going to push you away and almost think of you as something or talk about you as something that I don't want to be a part of. So I really am excited for almost this quote to be written down in your journal or written in your heart or send to a friend that understanding is love's other name. Yeah. Words are so powerful. And I I feel like we're such big fans of quotes because it just gives you those words to come back to. I've actually been doing something in my own journaling practice where I'm not necessarily doing like our free mind practice where you just dump like everything that's on your brain but I'm doing this constant journal of 
words that just mean something to me, whether I hear them from a friend, on a podcast, whatever it is, I actually have my own note in my phone that are just words of the week. And what I love is that I'm actually tracking them week over week and seeing what resonated me and just a little bit about the why. And yeah, that quote for me was everything coming into today. I love that. I feel like what this just sparked in me too, because I can relate to this so much, is look at the people in your life that are understanding to you and look at the ones that are not. Mm. It's really important while you're on this journey to be around those people who say, I love you messier. I love you raw. I love you one day like this, the next day figuring it out like this. So look at the relationships in your life beyond the one you are focusing on with yourself and who is understanding you, even if they don't understand because they can't relate to the certain situation you're going through, they can still have that compassion and empathy and be there for you and allow you to be this messy mess that we all are. Let's start off by talking about Sammy and I's favorite little buckets of how to actually find self-compassion. So this big word again, or this big energy that can feel like, how do I do that? We put some notes together of how we are constantly in practice of this. And number one is probably one you hear so often because it is the easiest to connect to when you can't give that self-compassion to yourself. And that is treating yourself, speaking to yourself like you would a friend or a loved one. This comes into play so beautifully on the days that your thoughts are really challenging. And if you can separate those thoughts and almost have a friend, have a loved one that you can picture when you close your eyes and you see them and they're a safe place for you, they're an understanding place for you. And they start saying the things to you that you need to hear in that moment. It's such an incredible exercise to start to one day be able to say them to yourself. Mm, I think such an easy way to do that is kind of keep track of where people are complimenting you in your life. We all have things that we love about ourselves, even down to like, like my favorite thing about myself is my smile. If I took every time someone told me that they loved my smile as a time to tell myself I also love my smile and the deeper why about that, really pay attention to what it feels like to receive a compliment. And then we really encourage you to give that compliment to yourself right back and continue to do so and show up for yourself in that way. I love that. Number two is that criticism actually does not work. You cannot be hard on yourself to find self-compassion. You really need to give yourself gentle feedback. I think about my weight loss and you know, it was years and years and years of this freaking journey. I mean, I'll never stop talking about it because it really has been basically my whole life. And if I was hard on myself in the moments where I wasn't seeing the results I had hoped for, we really think that's going to make me succeed and do the work and find the motivation and inspiration to make the right choices. We are human. We need to remove the shame and the guilt Instead of criticizing ourselves, we really want you to channel encouragement and support and realistic, constructive feedback about what's actually going on. That constructive feedback comes from a place of warmth and love, and that is where true compassion lies. It's really 
interesting that I now see self-compassion as almost a switch that you can turn on and off. So instead of being judgmental, be caring. Instead of being hard on yourself, be soft and gentle. Compassion truly is just the softening and letting go of perfection and control. Mm. Here's another quote. We're bringing it to you guys. The quote game is strong today, but these are really powerful because this is such hard and depth work. And the quote is to become soft at heart and strong in our intuition. And this word soft was really profound for Sammy and I, because I think that we've put on this hard exterior or this criticism to move to the next level or to be, yeah, just really, really hard to be able to get to the next step. So with this moment of actually realizing, "Mm, I'm going to be soft in my heart, and then I'm going to be strong, not hard. I'm going to be strong in my intuition and knowing that you are always guided and that you are always supported in your journey allows you to let go of the control of why things are showing up and letting them in as this place to grow and to actually invite yourself in to be your best and highest self. Mm. Yeah, it's it's really amazing once you realize that self-compassion isn't something you actually need to create or generate. It's actually naturally within you. You just need to get out of your own way. You need to really just become aware of what you're doing and figuring out that softness, that gentleness of how you can actually show up for yourself and watch your heart naturally open. That is where the compassion is. Yes, I've shared this already, but this exercise will be really great for you to hug those parts of you that do come through as you start reflecting, as you start having these judgmental thoughts, just hug them, like truly see them and hug them. It's a kind of a funny exercise, but when you just be with them, hug them, observe them and start to just be a witness and observer to you, I promise you that they will actually start to fall a little bit more and they'll start to come in a little bit more gentle because they actually see you as someone they can trust and they can be reparented in and they're not feeling scared or they have to come in harder because they're actually just trying to be seen and be loved because maybe they once weren't. Yeah, so real. Okay, our next topic within this that is just so real is comparison. I know we can all relate to comparison, especially in today's day and age. But something that really allowed me to reframe comparison was to actually look at all the beauty in the world, whether it's a beautiful stranger, a beautiful friend, an amazing life that someone's created for themselves. Use that, what auto goes as comparison, to actually be this beautiful inspiration. Don't look at people as your blueprint. Comparison truly is the thief of joy. I know we've all heard that, but there's so much magic in just you being you, you embracing your mess, you embracing your human. So don't look at all the quote unquote perfection around you and assume that is where you need to be. You can take that as inspiration to channel into the parts of you that you want to work on, but don't allow it to steal the beauty of who you are as a human. And I know this can feel easier said than done. We are also guilty of this, of being comparing to our peers or people on social media. I encourage you to invite in this energy check. We have a certain amount of energy in the day. 
And where is our energy going? Where is our tension going? And for me, when I catch myself looking at other people and allowing my full energy to go into investing about this person and why are they better here? Why do they look like this? Why do they have this and I can't have this? When that energy starts to come through, it's such a moment of, is that actually serving me? Is that actually bringing me closer to myself or is that actually bringing me farther away from myself? So again, Mm -hmm. a gentle like, okay, I see you. Let's bring it back to us and let's bring it back to some words of affirmation towards ourselves. And also this helps me a lot too. The more that I talk about my story and even Sammy's story, you hear so many people relating and it really makes me think about, we have no idea the depths of people's lives. We have no idea how they were raised, the traumas they've been through, the patterns they've learned, the areas they're really working through, the things that actually do make them happy. We have no idea. And us just trying to figure that out or assume that they haven't had it as bad as us or they haven't had to go through these certain things, again, is that energy that really isn't serving you because we actually have no idea what anyone has gone through in their life or what they're dealing with. So that always brings me some peace when I do see my mind going that direction. Yeah. We all have our stuff. We all have our stuff. But I mean, you've heard us both say at this point, if you've listened to a few of our episodes, Sammy always talks about releasing the shoulds of the world. So just because someone else is reading a book and recommends it to you, that doesn't mean you should read it. You need to know yourself just because someone's dating a certain type of person doesn't mean you should either. You really need to come back to that understanding of self. Something else we always say is no one is you and that is your power. And really coming home to the fact that no one like you even exists. How cool is that to know in this moment, even if you're a twin, no one like you actually exists. It is such a powerful thing to know that you cannot compare yourself to anyone because there's literally no one else like you in this world. There's so much magic and power in that. And we really want you to own being you. It is your true superpower. You really were put here with your own specific gifts and your own specific beings. And like Sammy said, when you think about the person to your left, to your right, there's really nothing to compare to in the sense of what they're interested in or what their beliefs are, because it is so based on what was instilled in them, what was taught or downloaded for them to believe and be here on earth as their purpose. Imagine if we all actually were the same. Imagine if everyone did have the same exact mindset as us or the same beliefs or the same purposes. It'd be scary. It would be scary. We would not be the world we are today. So remembering that we are supposed to feel different. We are supposed to be different. And that's the beautiful way that we can be compassionate towards people is because there are different people And that's exciting that we live in this world where we're all different. We're all trying to figure it out in our own way. Yeah, of course, my brain's going to like 10 other quotes, but I'm just going to say them to see if they resonate with anyone. But I always love reminding myself that someone else's beauty does not take away from mine. So you can actually show up and celebrate people and all their beauty, whether it's their physical appearance, their energy, their confidence, their achievements, whatever it is, that actually does not take away anything from your worth. And another quote is, 
that flowers actually don't compare themselves. They just allow each other to bloom. Mm -hmm. And if you can envision this like beautiful field of flowers, the only reason why that's possible is because they actually all just allow each other to bloom and be these beautiful versions of their own selves. But yeah, that's enough quotes for that little bucket. (laughs) Moving on to our next, Sam, do you want to take us off? Yes. Our next beautiful bucket here is how to practice loving yourself through self-talk and inner thoughts. Dun, dun, dun. The hardest thing (laughs) in the world. Hit it, sister. (laughs) I'm going to start singing here, but truly it is. It's such a real thing and it's such a reason that I think mindfulness is so powerful and big in our world nowadays because the thoughts are only getting louder. They're only really wanting our attention more than ever. So a couple ways to practice the self-love talk and these really welcoming these inner thoughts in of trying to be a friend to them rather than an enemy is practicing those words of kindness to yourself. So we have our beautiful affirmations on form. And the reason we created them is because they've changed our lives. So bringing Roxy in to actually implement those thoughts into our mind. We have these pathways, these neuropathways in our brain that our thoughts have been patterned and they stay in that pattern. It's like a safety zone. So knowing again, there's nothing wrong with you. It's almost just how our brain operates and it's almost our job and our understanding to create new ones. And it's going to take that practice and it's going to take that discomfort, but lean into these words of kindness that we can speak to ourselves. And remember, you're already capable because you're doing it to so many others around you. Yeah. I really love how we've talked about if this is challenging for you to really picture your highest self and your future self and really just like envisioning her and holding her so tight And even similar to me going back to parts of me and like seeing myself now, but knowing what you're capable of and not having these limiting beliefs and really allowing yourself to embrace the human side of you and knowing that your worth is not based on being perfect. Sam, I know you have thoughts on that word, perfect. I bolded it. Perfect for me is something that I have tried to be a big portion of my life. And there is no such thing as perfect. And so what was happening is if my level that I'm trying to reach is perfect and it's actually not attainable, I'm forever going to be in this hamster wheel. And I felt that. So for anyone who's striving for perfect and it might be a reflection you do in your journal, if you feel like, ooh, in this area I am, I invite you to be a imperfect mess. And that is actually even more brilliant and beautiful than perfect. Mm, an imperfect, compassionate mess. Yes. <laughs> That's the dream. Put it on a bumper sticker. Yeah. Really just accepting ourselves for the mess that we are because we are and it is such a normal thing in the human existence but I think my brain always comes back to thinking of ourselves as our own ally in this life you can be your own ally or you can be your own enemy but why would you ever want to be your own enemy be on your own team get out of your way Be the compassionate, loving, warm person to yourself. Stop seeking that externally and give it to yourself internally. You can do that. You literally can do that. And I think owning that and taking power within that and not only being your own ally, but being your own biggest cheerleader. 
I think, you know, sometimes that confidence that some people can exude, we could say that it's a reflection of their ego, but I really feel that as such a proud sense of self, like truly be your own biggest cheerleader and show up for yourself in that way. Mm, yummy. We are going to end this yummy. incredible <laughs> episode with kind of the main points that we shared because we shared a lot. And so get out those notepads and we're going to share how you can actually practice this and implement it into your days. And remember, it's not an all at once one to a hundred practice. It is such a soft journey. So number one on how to practice this is observe and identify your critical thoughts from a place of no judgment. Mm -hmm. So when those thoughts come in in your day, you're driving the car, you get to actually like sit with yourself. The thoughts come through. They're critical. They're judgmental. They're being hard on yourself. Instead of getting angry at them and not understanding why they're here, just be a witness to them. Just observe them. Almost say, hey, what's up, Sam? You coming through? Okay, here we go. <laughs> You're being a little critical today. You're being a little <laughs> critical, but I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna breathe. Maybe take a really big breath and just inhale and let it go, you know? And other ways that I love to lean into my critical thoughts and give them some love is journaling them out from a place of compassion or talking to a therapist, talking to a friend, going on a walk, looking at nature, allowing your eyes to be focused on something else rather than so focused on the critical judgmental thoughts coming through. Mm, I love that. Number two, we really want you to identify and understand the patterns of when critical thoughts come in. So when you see this happening, really trying to reframe your own thoughts. And I have a very specific example. I'm sure some people can relate. I think about when I am trying on clothes and I find a really cute dress. I bring it to the dressing room. I want to try it on and the dress doesn't fit well. And in that moment, I'm thinking, gosh, I'm too big. This dress doesn't fit. This is my dream dress and I'm too big for this dress. But instead of that, reframing my thoughts and actually reminding myself that clothes are supposed to fit me. I'm not supposed to change to fit these clothes. And that's such a simple way that I took what was critical and actually made it a positive and made me relearn my own truth. Not that I'm too big, but that this dress is way too small. And that's such a simple way to reframe and take action on turning any critical thought in your life into something that is meant for you and positive for you. Mm, gosh, I love. Number three, to end it here, these are, again, the simple steps we feel are on the start to this journey. Number three is speak gently and softly to yourself. This is that no judgment place. This is embracing your softness. So when you feel that hard criticism coming through and it's almost like an angry face at you. What are you doing? Why are you not here? You're worth nothing. Allowing yourself to just see it and be kind to yourself and say, hey, you are worthy. You're actually perfect where you're at. You are exactly where you need to be. Removing the perfectionism, removing the control 
and just letting the words kind of flow and say, mm, you've been through some things and that's okay, but I'm going to start being really soft to you and soft mm. to myself. Softness. Softness. It's that. the new, it's the new way, baby. It's the new way. We got to be soft. <laughs> Truly, we are here to remind you to be kind to yourself, get to know yourself, understand yourself, and remind yourself that you are human. We all are. Remove that perfectionism, remove that control. It's all working against you where the compassion is working for you. Mm. We love you guys. Thank you for listening today. Let us know what you want to hear next. We'll see you in the next one. Love you. Thank you so much for being here. You listening to this episode is you saying yes to creating the dream life you absolutely deserve. As always, we want to hear from you all about what you want to hear next. Definitely let us know on Instagram at Sammy Clark and at Sammy Spalter. And if you want to follow us for more updates, follow at Transform. See you next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.